tuned into Breaking the Mask of Depression with your host, Diva with Depression. Hey guys, how are you? This is Breaking the Mask with your host, Diva with Depression. That's me. I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, we have an honored guest here today. You guys know I don't do, do, do interviews too much, so forgive me if I stumble, but um, you guys have heard me uh, talk about my twin sister many times, um, my friend, my sister, my my support system, and, you know, just, I could go on and on and on, but she is, um, you know, when I always talk about having one or two people in your corner that understand your illness and she is one of those people. So welcome to the show, my twinster, Lynn Cotton. How are you? Hi, everyone. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. You know, I'm funky, but I'm. we're going to do this anyway. Right. We're, we're strong sisters. <laughs> okay. So today we are talking about um, a caregiver's. And as you know, as millions of you know, that when you are being a caregiver for others and trying to maintain yourself, it, it gets difficult. So I know many caregivers, but Lynn, um, I know her story and I always tell her that her story is a story that needs to be out loud. <laughs> so, you know, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> are they ready yeah, yeah I'm ready. i don't they're not not for us but <laughs> <laughs> yes i am ready i am ready okay the first question that i have for you is what are your daily roles like what do you do on a daily basis well um in general I, i'll just give you a little overview Typically, uh, whatever activity my son is uh, going to be involved in that day, I'll be sure that he is ready for that, meaning everything from making sure his hair is brushed to the outfit that he's wearing is right for the weather or for the event, um, get you know meals ready for the household, uh, make sure that the dog is taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> um, and recently, as you know, uh, I did start working uh, outside of the home again, full time. So um, over the last few months, my daily routine has changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I've actually added to my routine. So in the mornings, uh, after making sure that my son is ready and, and off to where he needs to be. And I am either in the office or uh, in the office at home and ready to work in the mornings. And then I work my full day. But during the day, if I'm working from home, I'm also doing laundry, getting <laughs> dinner together and uh, making appointments and phone calls for everybody's, you know, doctor visits and the groomers and 
then um, after out. I get off. I'm already worn mm -hmm. out. It's not my day. I'm worn <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm worn out too. I'm worn out too, which is why this is important. But it, I, I, I do a lot during the day. I, I have to admit, I do a lot just to, um, even if I'm not, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you don't do anything. You're not. Yeah. When you're a, a quote unquote, as they used to say, homemaker and all of that, we work, you work hard to make your, to maintain your home and um, you do. You do. your household and family. So yeah. I do that every, every day. Yeah. Every day. The, the, I remember um, telling you that, and I think we talked about this last week when I, we were texting back and forth as usual. And you said, I got up, I made breakfast. I got the dog groomed. I did such and such. I did such and such. And it was, I mean, it wasn't even fucking nine o'clock in the morning, I think, or 10 o'clock. I remember that. And, I remember. <laughs> and, you know, I, I tell you this all the time that I just think that you're amazing. But listen, you know, when you write down, because I say the same thing, people are like, oh, you're always doing something. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't do shit. I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm a loser. I'm not doing nothing. But you're really, you're active all the time, you know? Yeah. And, and the question that I had was how long have you had these roles? And I think that I should, um, maybe you can share what your roles are. You're a mom and, you know, what else? Well, yeah, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a, a friend, I'm a niece, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, an auntie, um, and I'm an employee. <laughs> I'm an employee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm all of those things now. I have been mom for 27 and a half years. My son is 27 years old. He was, um, he is a surviving twin that, and he was born, they were born prematurely. Um, he was only a pound, four ounces when he was born. So that kind of tells you, um, that the anxiety and, and caregiving and all of that started about 27 years ago. Yeah. And um, I got married in 2007 and actually married someone that I dated in high school. And we reconnected and uh, got married in 2007. That um, and marriage is work. Everybody um, <laughs> says it, but it is truth and it is hard work and somebody said well how do you make a marriage last and and um I actually saw this on one of you know me and my comedies mm -hmm. I was watching I was watching uh one of my comedies my sitcoms the other night and the lady had been I uh, was saying that she had been married for uh I think it was like 36 years or something and another lady had just gotten married a couple of years ago and they worked together and she was like how do you do it and this was not a part of the joke the lady said it, you know it just you you, you work hard to stay married because you want to stay married you choose right. to stay married so, yeah, so that's my hard work. And I have been a pet mom for, <laughs> for about seven months now. And that's my little shadow. So, um, to all, all together, I've been, you know, had several hats on for about 27 years. And, um, and of course, there are hats under those hats. Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife and so you know, that I call Roddy my buddy because, <laughs> um, you know, I just love hanging out with him and, and I've learned so much. I should say that I have learned so much from Roderick in the past, how many years? 
you know, uh, he's twenty years. We have yeah. been, we have been twins for twenty years. And let me tell you guys, if you see him now, you would be like, he was not one pound or nothing. No. <laughs> <He's so big>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. One pound where? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so I this I I'm gonna skip around a minute. Um. Because I know the yes. answer to the question, but you can tell me what role is the most difficult. And I don't want to say difficult because, you know, that's my baby. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Cottontail, I love, I, he's my buddy. But just tell me, what you know, quickly, which role is the most difficult, most time consuming? Uh, funny enough, um, well, no, it, it would be, you know, being mom. Being mom to uh, an adult with extra needs, like my, if if we didn't say this earlier, I don't know if I did, and but uh, he he is autistic, and he and he is also hearing impaired, and primarily uses sign language to communicate. So this is something that is on my mind all day, every day no matter what I'm doing, no matter how I'm feeling, whether I'm having what I would consider a great day or a bad one, in the back of my mind, I'm always worried about my child. I'm always wanting to be that, you know, not, not always about um, abuse. It can just be, I don't want him neglected. I don't want him overlooked. And if he's not in my care and, and is in someone else's, that's always on my mind. And and I'm always thinking about what I can do to uh, help him reach goals that we're supposed to be working right. on every day. And so that is a time consuming thing. It's a mind consuming um, thing. Any, any, any caregiver, um, your mind is consumed with giving care to that person. Right. And, but if you are a natural caregiver and it's not just your job, it is something that you think about all of the time. I um, love that mind consuming. I, I love that. Mm, you know, it is. that is um, you know, that's awesome. You know, I'm gonna write that down. But um <laughs> I love that. I just you come know, up with things on the fly. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is, it it truly is if you think about it, and because if we let our minds take over, it kind of controls the physical too, because how many times have you and I talked about just kind of being stuck with your mind cycling? And 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 sometimes that's what I, I do feel like. Uh, physically, I may be stuck. My mind is working though. And, and it can be a great asset and it can be <laughs> a, a horrible liability at times, but right. my, my baby and his well-being and his his happiness right. really—that's what it is. Is his happiness? I just want him to be happy all of the time, and nobody can be happy all the time. But that's always on my mind, so it definitely is a time-consuming, mind-consuming job being a mom. Um, how do I? I don't even know what to say because my, you know, my mind is always working, always working, always working. So, you've been married seven years. My buddy is twenty-seven and a half, and I'm not going to say how old. I've been married since two thousand seven. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. How many so what is it? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Fifteen what, years. What role does aging? play 
in your caretaking story? <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> right up there at the top of the list. Oh my gosh. You know, I I'll, I want to say this before I get into it. <laughs> my mom said, you know, you, you, people say, well, how old are you? Oh, I hate getting old. And she always says, well, what's the alternative? Right. So right. please understand I'm not complaining. <laughs> like, but I'm telling you, aging affects everything. And, and so just to speak on it from a personal perspective for myself, going through some of the health issues that I've gone through recently, and this is something else that can be talked about, right. but early menopause, they talk about the menopausal brain and brain fog, and that's what I have. Right. I used to be one of those people that could be so organized and had lists and had, you know, um, just everything really together from point right. A to Z. And now I feel like I can't do that. Um, um, which definitely affects how I, how I in, engage with my son as well. And, and, um, the activities that we do, I remember being able to, to get up in the morning and go from morning till night. I'm making sure he is good, making sure I'm good. I'm working. I'm home is taken care of. Okay. Bills are paid, et cetera, et cetera. And I had a little bit of a social life. And at the end of the oh, wait, you froze the day I would get in the food trying to do something like that I would I don't have the energy anymore I don't have the ability to get through an entire day full of activities without a break and okay. having to take care of someone who is autistic it it makes it difficult because they don't understand um those one and those um those limitations it's right. like I'm I'm the end all be all I can do everything right right so aging definitely affects it has affected me and what I'm able to do um, for for others uh, right. as a caregiver. Definitely, the energy isn't is just not there anymore. And the and then just the physical, <laughs> the the pain that you can now experience after yeah. you reach a certain age that you never experienced before. Lord have mercy. You <laughs> <laughs> walking down steps and knees and ankles starting out and things like that it's like I'm just trying to put one foot in front of the other much forget trying to help somebody exactly <laughs> and that's the you know that's what makes being in that role on the outside looking in so amazing because you know you do it and nobody on the outside would know that you know you, you're feeling that way because um, you always, to me, have it together. You know, when you just said organizational, I'm, I'm thinking of that, your house and I'm like, give me a fucking break. Look at my house <laughs> compared to your house. And, um, but, you know, you do it well. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, I one thing that I remember saying, um, we were talking about the empty nest thing. And, you know, I explained that I, my girls were gone. So I have an empty nest. And your answer was, I'll never have an empty nest. 
never and that have. stayed with me, you know, Lynn, that stayed with me so much because yeah. you're right. You know, you're right. I can, I can worry about my babies from afar, you know, and, and if I don't want to talk to them, I don't have to talk to them. Um, right. That's totally different, you mm -hmm. know, and I never thought about it that way until you mm -hmm. said that. And it stayed with me. I want you to know that it stayed with me. <laughs> it's, it's the truth, you know, and I don't always try and come up with something to make people say, oh, you're right. But I, I love it when um, through conversation, just, you know, it's it's no interview or, or that's the lovely thing about having a true friendship is when you talk, certain things come out Right. That you know that you know will hit home, and and then to have it validated by someone, it 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 makes it even better. Because you're right. For me, I will never have, I will never have the emptiness. But people don't see me and and my family in that way. The first right. thing is, I feel like most times you get sympathy and you get. Oh, she's, you know, you're so strong and, oh, you're such a good mom. And, and, I, and it's appreciated to be seen like that. Right. But um, if I make comments to people, especially people that don't know me very well, right. if I make comments about what I have to do, the first thing that they'll say is, oh, me too. And it's, you know, oh, my child is this way too. And they're, but they're talking about a minor child, a 10 year old. Right. I'm talking about a seven year old, right. you know? So I, I also want to say, don't ever, um, Ooh, I might be jumping the gun here. Don't. <laughs> yeah, there's when, no, there's no good place, bad place. You know me. Right. To say things, but it's like, I was trying to get to a certain point and I think I've kind of veered to the left a little bit. <laughs> you know how we do. But um, I was going to say, you know, I remember feeling a certain, feeling a certain type of way when someone would say, oh, Girl, I don't, it's all right. I go through the same thing. And, and I want to say, no, I want to scream. No, you don't. You do not go <laughs> yes. through the same thing. Exactly. You, you do not go through the same thing. You are not looking for a babysitter for your senior in high school. You're right. not, you know, you're not looking, uh, you're, you're looking at your child going out on a first date and, and, and getting a driver's license and you're worried right. about those things which you should worry about but I will never have those things to deal with um, because my son is not able to do those things and right. I have to be kind of everything for him so when people say oh I go through the same thing mm, no you don't don't minimize what I do I'm not trying to maximize it and be oh you know exactly. uh, dramatic <laughs> but it's the truth don't don't minimize what um what I do uh even if you don't know on a what I do on a daily basis you have an idea that it's it's pretty significant yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's significantly different than than the norm yeah um listen a whole nother show about the black, from black woman and you know all that shit because if I you know. look at my Facebook post today you can see that I am over it um so you know no. you know I'm tired of the stereotype and I'm tired of you know I like I said a whole nother freaking show because I'm pissed off about that um you know we're strong but it's because we don't have any other option you know, and strong is not the right word. It, it's just not the right word. It, it strong, I think, minimizes 
daily roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. So yeah, a whole nother fucking show. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think what do you do for yourself as a caregiver? Um, that's something that um, I'll say is kind of new to me to actually focus on because that's not something I was focusing on before. Right. So, um, what I do now is I will just, I, I will shut down. Like once everything that um, I say in my mind I'm going to do uh, for the day is done, I will shut down. I don't do as you, well, you know, I'm not a, a social media person. Right. Right. Um, I don't look at heavy things because that, uh, as a caregiver and empath, it's like, uh, I take on those feelings. So exactly. I will watch lighthearted shows. I will look at lighthearted little, uh, videos online. Right. Sometimes I don't do anything but play with the dog, which I will say this, and I didn't, I was, I did not plan on bringing him up. I really <laughs> did. But my humping buddy is just fine. <laughs> my, I will say, I understand more than ever about the emotional support animals yes. because my mood has definitely been lifted since having, um, having a pet. And so I will focus on him, uh, getting that unconditional love. And yeah. um, sometimes though, I uh, will, this is something that's not easily done, but as you know, like this, a couple of months ago, I took a trip. Right. Uh, that's not something that I can always do financially or a lot of people can do, but uh, it was something that was in my head to do for a couple of years. And I just said, forget everything, you know, um, yeah. fuck it all. Exactly. I am going, I'm going period. I don't care. And I was so proud of you. I was so proud of you. <laughs> I was proud of myself because I, you know, I'm so quick and even I'm so quick to say, mm, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll do it later. I'll do it when I have more money. I'll do it when I have more time. I'll do it. But, you know, I realize that time is fleeting and there's no better time than now. So mm -hmm. if, if there is a will, if there isn't a will, I'm going to make a will. Exactly. And then, you know, if there is a will, there's a way. And, uh, so for certain things, I just decided that I'm going to do it regardless. I, I don't care what anybody else says, thinks, what else needs to be done, because those other things that I make priority on a daily basis um, are priority. But when I decide to do something for myself, I'm going to push those things to the back burner and nothing is going to fall you know, through the depths of <laughs> through the seven layers of the earth to, to um and and die because I don't do it. Right. So um I um, I, I just do for I'm myself That's it. No, that was all. <laughs> now, I was just saying that um that's one thing that I have noticed the change in you that you do try to do even if it's little things to do things for yourself. Um, like us going to dinner, successfully going to dinner for uh, the past three weeks or whatever on one day. Um, 
you know, but, but that's a big thing. It's a big thing yeah. for you. It is. Um, we're not going to talk about me, but it's a big thing for you. And um, I, I love it. You know, I, I, I'm happy that those that's the mindset that you're taking now. Um, and I, I don't think that, you know, caregivers, you know, like you said, it's always something. So you don't mm -hmm. think to stop and do for yourself. And that's where the burnout comes in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was just on a webinar about caregivers and burnout. And, you know, I think I sent it to you about, you know, it was just a whole two day webinar event for caregivers. And, you know, they had the, the yoga and the tapping sessions and different things like that. But uh -huh. That's needed. You know, we, we need to find something just like we, I need to find something to slow the, the hamster in my mind down. Mm -hmm. We need to have outlets for people that have the hamster plus, <laughs> you know, plus. But yes. It's like the hamster is on a wheel and going through the tunnel and, exactly. you know, the hamsters, another hamster is on another wheel up there. It's, 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 Oh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And then navigate, you know, life while your brain is, is going a million miles an hour. It's hard. Yeah. Okay. I, we have, I have 10 minutes left. So I want to, I want to skip around and ask you this question. Gosh, what that went fast. I know, right? You know how with us, I, I was already like, you know, I, I don't even think that we can do this. But anyway, um, in, a, in, a, in a little uh, bubble, can you tell us what your advice would be to a caregiver? I had, you know, mama and all of that stuff, but specifically to people that are in the caregiver role. Um, I know that, you know, it's probably been said a lot lately, but don't forget to care for yourself. Caregivers need care too. Um, and so, so I have a, I have a friend who whom I have known since fifth grade. Right. We have been out of touch with each other. And, um, over the last couple of years, we've gotten back in touch with each other. We were very good friends and I call her a support sister because we send like just our text, like you and I text about everything. We can text about things we see in the street right. <laughs> on TV to serious stuff. And she is someone that, um, we typically just send like a lot of supportive messages to. Okay. And, and, um, one of the things that, I said was, you know, caregivers need care too. We have to be open to receiving all of the care that we give out. We have to be open to receiving some of that, whether it's just a simple compliment, a smile, a wave, a brief encounter with a stranger on the street, a dinner with a good friend once a week or every couple, every couple weeks. Do something. And and sometimes the hardest part is finding whatever that it something is. That's that can take a little work too when you're in a space of uh or a stage of life where you're having to care for so many other people and things. Right. Um, but whether it's a couple of minutes a day in and trying to find something new for you to to do that you may enjoy. And if you already have a hobby or have something that you like, 
make sure that you just take time out for it. I've never been one to do hair and nails and all of that, but uh, I know that pedicures was a, a, a is is something that I enjoy. I haven't done that lately, so right. that's the next thing on my list for mm -hmm. myself to get done is to to get a pedicure done. So just whatever that moment is, whatever that little blessing is, whatever it is that is offered to you by someone else, even, especially if you get something offered by someone else, like I said, a simple smile or a way, take it, go with it, take it to heart. And, um, because it can carry you a long way when you're in some of those busier times in the darker moments as a caregiver, we kind of get lost in everything that we have exactly. to do. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I don't know who we were kidding because Lynn and I never have a 45-minute conversation. Um, <laughs> our conversations go an hour. So, Oh, what I about just, the trip to New York? We talked. <laughs> oh, yeah, 16 hours. 16 hours. Um, <laughs> I just want you to know that, and I tell you this all the time, I think that you're amazing. Um, I think that you're an awesome caregiver. And... I am honored that you came on the show because I know you know how we are. We don't like to talk and all that stuff. I don't know how the fuck I have a podcast, but um, I just want to say thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story. And, you know, guys out there, I want you to know that that wasn't her full story. <laughs> you know, there's so much more to it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And and we're gonna have you back on uh probably to discuss another role or you know how mental illness ties into the caregiving role. Absolutely. You know? I'll be glad to do that. And 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 so that's a whole nother shit show. Um <laughs> but thank mm -hmm. you, thank you, thank you. And well, um if you want to uh, hear more of Lynn's story, of course, you have to tune into the podcast, but all you got to do is listen to all the podcasts because she's probably in there some way, somehow. Um, <laughs> and thank you for being my soul sister um, because you helped me um, be me. So uh, we're going to look forward to you coming on again. Thank you. Guys, well, I want to thank you. Hi. Thank you for doing this. And it was my pleasure. <laughs> Um, guys, uh, thank you for listening. You know, we're available on all the podcast platforms. Uh, I want to, you know, I always say thank you to my techie, techie, techie. Um, <laughs> if you go onto my website or go on Instagram, follow them and for your tech needs. And we will see you again. In the meantime, please find some peace, find some um, sanity. <laughs> Just be, be safe and be wonderful. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.